And welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the podcast where a bunch of plums have a few drinks and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Mike. I am drinking an old crafty hen, which, to be perfectly frank, tastes a bit like Marmite. And locked with me today, we have Ben Lavery Griffiths, and I am drinking a Dunkel Fester by the Witchwood Brewery. <laughs> it's rather nice. And Alichews, I'm drinking a rather horrendous Shiraz Cabernet by Wolf Blast. <laughs> a horrendous wine. I should never have bought it. So, how does it work? Each week we'll get locked into one of the Infinite Escape Room's many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. Puzzles that each of us have secretly crafted just for the occasion. If we get stuck, we can beg for a clue, but that'll add a minute onto our time. And if we don't escape within the hour, then terrible things will befall us. Okay, are we ready, boys? I think so. Then, let's enter the Infinite Escape Room. So, this week we step through the door to find ourselves in a place last decorated in the 1930s, and then mainly with gilt and columns. Also, a pint and an ice cream will set you back the sharp end of a tenner, and there's a massive velvet curtain obscuring all the really interesting things. We must be in a London theatre. It's just after the matinee though, so all of the actors are out the back, having a fag and a cry. We best escape before they get back and try to sell us tickets to their tawdry one-man shows. The door behind us is locked with three whimsical padlocks. Let's escape! In front of us we have the stage, the star's dressing room, and the ladder to the lighting rig. Where should we go first, boys? Where do you fancy, Alice? I think the lighting rig sounds cool. I like the lighting rig. Let's do the lighting rig. That's my puzzle. So, you approach the ladder and hook yourselves up it and find yourself on the lighting rig. Now, the lighting rig is a sort of a large metal frame that goes the width of the stage. And you're, you're directly above the stage. And you can see that each... that the, the, the rig has got five lights hanging from it. You can also see a book and two levers with some writing on but they're over the other side so you can't quite see what the writing says you test the the rig and it's quite safe to stand and walk on what would you like to do can i just ask is this going to be illuminating it might well be <laughs> you said there were two levers with writing on that we couldn't uh, couldn't read can we take a close look at that read, uh, writing you can do so you uh, you wander across the lighting rig being quite careful because there are no rails and you find on the wall two levers or levers and there are signs underneath them. The one on the left says release, and the one on the right says light. Um, can we pull the one that says light? Uh, you try to pull the one that says light, but it appears to be locked or stuck. How about the release lever? Lever. You pull the release lever, and you hear a whirring and a great big thunk as some, like, trap doors, or, or at the sound of trap doors open. What would you like to do? Okay. We've got a book. I don't know why I've got a book written down, but I understand there is a book. And there was two levers. We had a book? Did I miss the book? Did, did we have a there book? Was a, there was a book. Oh, we should read the book. So the book has written on the front of it, Lightman's Manual. Most of the pages are blank apart from the first one. It's got three columns and five rows. The first column has A, B, C, D and E written on each line. The second column has two, five, three, seven and six in it. And then the third column has 160, 135, 90, 45, and 20 written in it. So, for instance, just to, just to make sure that you've got that uh, down right, the middle row would be C, 3, 
90. Yes. Darn, my formatting's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> you said we had five lights as well? There are five lights. Can we take a closer look at those five lights, please? Of course. Would you like to look at any one in particular, or uh, the one closest to you, perhaps? Uh, that would be lovely. Fantastic. So the one closest to you is, it has a label on it that says E. Next to it are a stack of three coloured films that you could sort of attach to the front of the light. And you can also see that the, the light should be able to sort of swivel left and right. And you can see on the, the swivelly bit, there is markings that would show you what degrees you've swivelled the light. Allard, we have our third set of numbers would work within degrees. <gasps> yeah, they would. And we have a light with E on it, and E is on our chart as well. Um, the three... Uh, sorry, the, the three coloured, what was it, Oh, gauzes? so if we turn it to 90 degrees, is that what you're thinking? That's what I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm thinking we might need to set these lights up in a particular way. So we've got, presumably, A, B, C, D and E are the five lights. The mm-hmm. sets of numbers are the degrees for which they have to be oriented. I'm not sure what the second, I'm not sure what the second column is yet. Would you like Can to we read take... the manual? That'll tell us. Uh, the manual only has this, uh, this table in it. Damn. Uh, would you like to take a look at the coloured films? Feels like more of a leaflet than a manual. <laughs> Or a postcard. <laughs> <laughs> if he's like, if we turn it over, it should be in multiple languages, every language apart from English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were doing something, weren't we? Alan, take it away, pal. <laughs> so there was three coloured films, Ben. There was. So um, having a look, there, there looks like there's a the same stack of coloured films per light. The three colours of each of these films is red, green and blue. And you notice that up in one of the corners, there is a number on each of them. So red is one. Green is two, and blue is four. And each of these lights has these three films? Yes. They're not on them, they're sort of next to them, as if they could be attached to them. Huh. Okay. Um... If I could also just remind you that um, you did hear a trapdoor earlier, and you also tried the light lever before the release lever. Should we try the light lever now that we've pulled we the release be. lever? So you try pulling the light lever and it pulls all the way down and all five lights shine a stark bright light out into the uh, the seating area. You can see on the floor a very dark thing uh, just, just in front of the seats. You can't quite make it out though. So presumably by the fact that all five lights are shining a bright light, none of them have got films in them at the moment. Correct. Okay, so we've got films with... Oh, okay, so you know that none of... Most of our numbers for our, our lights don't correspond to the numbers and the colours. I have noticed. RGB are the makeup of most colours. What if we combine the colours to make that numeric number? Make that numeric number? What sort of arsehole says that? To make... <laughs> what if we maths the colours? So, for example... Maths the colours? That sounds good. Damn right. So, where we've got um, B, which is 5, we'd do... One R and four, and which is R and B. Yeah. Um, How does that gain us anything? Oh, you mean put the films in it? Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, which would make purple, I guess. Can we... Um, um, so... It's not going to work, though. No, no, okay. Okay, so trust me, trust me. Okay, Ben, can we take a light A... Yes. ...and put the red and blue filter on it? Are you sure for A? This uh, is what I mean by... Like, I don't oh, think cock. that's... Yeah, so, so A's not a, going to work. Light a, B... Ev- Every other two. light will work, but A will not. A A is two. Oh, which is G, green. Exactly, yes. So oh, you, yeah. you affix the green film onto light A. And with B, we can put our red and blue on. So you put the red and blue films to make five onto light B. Yep. That makes a fuchsia. 
Ooh. So C, can we put R and G? You can do, and that makes a yellow light. And I'm going to skip one. Let's go E, and can we put G and B on there? You can do, and that creates an aqua light. And for D, let's take it home. Let's put them all on there. You put all of them on, and you get, funnily enough, white. But there you go. <laughs> okay, and now can we please angle them to the uh, the degrees in the manual, which was 165 for A, so 165 degrees for A. Uh, the manual it's says 160. 160. Uh, my handwriting is poor. Like, oh, wow, that's really poor. <laughs> you can't tell a five <laughs> and a zero apart. <laughs> Um, sorry, can we take uh, yeah, uh, light A and turn it to 160 degrees, please? Mm-hmm. Uh, light B to 135 degrees, please. Mm-hmm. And Alad? Uh, light C to 90 degrees, please. You can. Uh, light D to 45. Yep. And lastly, light E to 20, please. So you point all of the now coloured lights at the various degrees, and they're all pointing into one spot. Just, funnily enough, you don't quite know why, but they are all pointing just in front of the seating area. And the dark item that you um, saw before is now sort of lit up. You may want to go down and take a look at it. Alan, shall we? Can we we do that? Let's trot trot down off the rig. I'm I'm guessing down the ladder as opposed to just jumping off the fighting rig, though. I I would, yes. So you climb down the ladder and um, you come around the front of the stage and you find on the floor a key. This must have been a very heavy key to have fallen from the ceiling with such great uh, velocity that it did. It's marked the carpet. But you bend down to pick it up and you find that it is now the light key and you have solved the puzzle. Hey, that was a good puzzle. I like that one. Well done. So, uh, having come down from the lighting rig and and plonked yourself in front of the seats, you wander back to the uh, theatre lobby. Okie dokie. So, left to us we have the path to the stage and the corridor to the star's dressing room. What do we fancy, chaps? Shall we, um, can we do the stage, seeing as we've sort of already almost explored it? That sounds lovely. So this is my puzzle. Uh, You leave the lobby and you walk towards the stage. Looking directly at the stage, you can see steps up to the stage. At this point, the curtains are open. What would you like to do? Where are the uh, where are the steps in relation? Are they sort of to the side? Are they in in front of the stage? They are just off centre to the left. Just off centre to the left. Can we um, can we first inspect the front of the stage? Is there anything um, particularly of note, like along the front of the stage? There is not. It is unremarkable in every shape and form. Well, you said the curtain was open. Can we see anything through the curtain? You can see onto the stage itself. Would you like to go up the stairs and actually inspect the stage? Go on then. I'll treat myself. So you climb the stairs without anything happening. And you can actually see, amongst the dim light, the stage. And on the stage, you can see, directly in front of you, four traffic cones, which look like they were pilfered from somewhere (laughs) off the M25. You can see what looks to be the shadow of a tree on the left-hand side. You can see, just off to the far left, there is a door. To the far right, there is a shadowy figure. On the floor to the right of the traffic cones, there appear to be some scorch marks. And the entire stage is covered in a thin layer of dust. Hmm. What would you like to look at? Could we have uh, a little look at the door? You can. So you walk up to the door. It is a normal metal door with a brass knob. This is a remarkable door. No, Alan said it was unremarkable. I, just, I, can't, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I saw a metal door with a brass knob on it. Can we open the door? You try to open the door, and the knob comes off in your hands. Stop fondling that knob, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) You beat me to it. (laughs) 
not the first time I've had a knob come off in my hand, and it won't be the last. Um, can we? Is, is there any way to sort of affix the knob back onto the door, or is there it isn't, you've off? completely snapped it off with your thuggish manoeuvres. Um, can we approach the shadowy figure, please? You can. So you approach the shadowy figure with some trepidation, and upon closer inspection, you find that it's a mannequin. The mannequin is very lightly dressed in what appears to be a ruffled collar and a cardboard crown. I hope he doesn't have a knob we can snap off. <laughs> he does not. Hmm. Can we take a closer look at his uh, his crown, please? You can. If you look at his crown, you take it off his head. We're presuming it's a he. It is a mannequin, after all. It's quite worn. There is three letters printed on the inside of it. What are those three letters? Three letters are H, E, what appears to be a scratch, and an S. Hmm. Hess. <laughs> it's Hess. <laughs> oh, of course it's his, isn't it? <laughs> that could be the name of the mannequin. Can we go and take a closer look at our four road cones, please? Our four um, M25 road cones. You can. Um, so you approach the four traffic cones that clearly are stolen from the M25, and you note that they are placed in such a place so that they they mark... The location of what appears to be a trap. Ooh. Oh, so there's a, like uh, there's a trap door, and there's one like a, there's a cone at each corner of the trap. Correct. Door? Okay. Mm. Oh, are we able to open the trap door at all? You are not. Oh, does the trap door have a have a slot for a knob? It does not. Damn. I'm gonna be asking that of absolutely everything to see if I can fit a knob onto things. I mean, I'm so glad you didn't um, you didn't say that of the mannequin. Is there a slot that I can fit this knob? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ben. I want to knob this mannequin. Um, I'm so happy you gave us this knob. <laughs> had such a lovely time with it. So I believe we had um, uh, a, a, the shadow of a tree that we'd uh, not thus far looked at. You did. Uh, c- can we uh, can we go and take a, a closer look at uh, a yonder shadowy tree, please? You walk up to it on inspection. It is the sort of shadowy tree you would have drawn when you were a child. It appears to be made of polystyrene, and there is a post-it note attached to it. What does the post-it note say? Post-it note says, "Do not live lift." Above two meters. Hmm. Are you feeling strong, Mike? I was going to ask if it had a knob hole. <laughs> Alid, does it have a knob hole? It does not have a knob hole. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you you don't know until you ask. Um, I, I, it's polystyrene. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling relatively strong. I'll, I'll try and lift. I'll try and lift it up. And uh, just exactly how high are we looking to lift it up? Mike? I think I'll probably lift it about two point one meters. Very well. You lift the polystyrene tree up over two meters. By doing so, you accidentally hit one of the lights in the lighting rig and in doing so you set the tree on fire and smash the light oh no. i'm so sorry ben <laughs> well it's quite lucky that we did the uh, the lighting rig first <laughs> <laughs> this could have gone one or two ways you drop the tree mike it burns to nothing because it's polystyrene on the stage, however does leave some scorch marks and some broken glass broken glass you realize that the scorch marks uh, elsewhere on the stage are clearly the reason why it had a post-it note on it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I forgot about hmm. the scorch marks. I feel like we just solved the puzzle. Like, that's <laughs> that's the level of satisfaction. So, I think we ought to come and another look at the mannequin, uh, maybe the ruffle collar. But before we do, um, Alad, you mentioned that the stage was covered in a thin film of dust. Are there any sort of, aside from the ones that we've just made from traipsing back and forth, are there any noticeable marks in the dust? There aren't. Okay. Um, in that case, unless Mike has another idea, I'd, can we have another look at the mannequin and look at the collar? You can. There is nothing unremarkable about the collar. All oh, right, okay. Hmm. 
So we have a knob, we have um, a door that won't open, a mannequin, a crown with H-E-S uh, written inside it, or H-E, shall I say, scratch S, as if something's been scratched up, uh, scratched out. It hasn't been scratched out, it's just a little scratch between the E and the S. Hmm. H-E, scratch S. Hmm. What if we try and move the uh, the cones, Mike? Might there be something underneath them, do you think? That sounds like a capsule idea, old chum. Let's do that. So can we you, just sort of move mm, each of them sort of away by like half a metre or so? You can do. You move the cones, nothing happens. Can we take another look at the stairs, please? You inspect the stairs. They are your traditional rickety wooden stairs. They are, however, sound. There's no creaking. They are absolutely fine. And we already know we can't get to the trapdoor from the front of the stage because Ben checked that at the beginning. Hmm... Could we? I, I still, I still think there's something special about these traffic cones. Could we have a look inside the cones? Is there anything inside the cones? You can. So, you've got four cones. Which one would you like to look inside? Let's go back left. Back left. You open up. You tip it on its side. There's nothing inside it. Okay. Could we, um, like, blow through it? Like, like, oh, what are the uh, Australian instruments? Did you do? Did you do? Does that do anything? <laughs> Aside from making you sound rather deep, no, it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> okay, can we can we check uh, if we go clockwise around? Can we check the one that is top right? You can, and you'll find that it is exactly the same as the first. And bottom right, exactly the same as the second. Bottom left, and the same as the third. Bugger and buggering. So my last uh, thought about these traffic cones is that there's a uh, reflective film around the middle. Can we take uh, from the back left one? Can we take that film off? Is there anything on the back of that film? You can take it off, and apart from damaging the traffic cone and incurring a fine from the highway agencies, <laughs> you don't find anything. <laughs> Bollocks. Hmm. I suppose at least the uh, we've stolen them, so or somebody's stolen them, not us. So uh, they well, don't it all know comes clear now, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, oh, can we, thinking back to that metal door, I know you we can. pulled the brass door opener off it, but can we push it? You can. You push the door. The door opens. Oh. <laughs> Two inches before hitting a brick wall. Oh. Are we able to pull it? No, you've got the knob off. What? So there's a, there's a brick wall directly behind the door. Is there, can we see anything through the two-inch gap? No, you can't. It's pitch black. If only we had a burning tree. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the tree. Could we inspect the curtains, please? Is there anything uh, remarkable about the curtains? Let's Which one, one would you like to inspect? The one on the left? Yeah. The one on the left has nothing unremarkable on it. And the one on the right? The one on the right has something pinned to it. Ooh. What does... Uh, what, what's, what's pinned to it? Pinned to it is what appears to be a script for a theatre play. Okay. The title of which is Pantomime for Key Stage 1 Drama. Huh. Are we able to... Is there anything... Are we able to read uh, more of the script? Is there anything of note within the script? If you take the script off the curtain, you will find that it feels a little bit heavier than a normal script. And out of the bottom falls a key. Key Stage 1. Key Stage ah! 1. You have solved the puzzle. Very That's good. fantastic. You bugger, just filling a stage full of distractors, you <laughs> son of a bitch. The mannequin wasn't a distraction at all. You just missed the clue. What was the clue? H-E-S. He's behind you. Oh, oh the scratch was an apostrophe. <laughs> uh, that was really good. I, I, that was just very enjoyable. <laughs> so feeling empowered by your solving of the second puzzle, you ignore the steps jump off the stage, immediately regret it as you're both blokes, 
and then hobble back to the lobby. You're not lying, actually. Ever since I've gone over the 30 threshold, my knees are bad at jumping. The ankles for me. Um, okay, so that leaves uh, the corridor to the star's dressing room, uh, and that's my puzzle. Okay, so you walk down the corridor to the uh, the star's dressing room. Uh, you can tell it's a star's dressing room because it's got a, a huge star on the door, and in the middle of the star is Monsieur Hugo Lumont. You open the door and you step inside. Uh, in front of you, you see his dressing table, his dressing mirror, and a small box in the corner. Um, can we have a look at the box, please? So the box is an ornate, well, it looks like a, a small ornate cage. It turns out that uh, Monsieur Lumont is uh, something of a diva, and he absolutely refuses to perform unless his pet rabbit is being properly looked after backstage at the time. So it's a, a gilded ornate rabbit cage. It has a small circular aperture on it. Uh, is this aperture on the top or the side? It's on the front, front of the little kind of cage door. Okay. Is there a rabbit inside it? There is no rabbit inside it. Um, is this aperture about rabbit sized? The aperture is an inch in diameter. Okay. And uh, it's quite deep. Oh. Could we have a look at the dressing table, please? You certainly can. It's obviously it's the star's dressing table, so it's full of fan mail and flowers and uh, and all the usual trimmings, which are sort of you know really help build the scene, but are simultaneously not puzzle components. It also has his his dressing mirror on, which is surrounded by lights and a script or the front page, sorry, of a script. Oh, can we read the script? You certainly can. So this particular page has been torn out of his main script, uh, and a passage in it is highlighted. What does the passage say? Uh, The passage reads, and this appears to be his monologue that he's trying to learn. Alas, alack, betrayed my troth. Atop this throne, my right to rule is challenged. I am left to drift at the bottom of an ocean of despair. I must right the balance of this horror, find my centre and strike back. I shall find my direction and reinforce my position. This is key. So we've solved the puzzle because we've read the script and this is quite clearly key. <laughs> <laughs> the word key has been said, therefore puzzle solved. Congratulations. So uh, subscribe to us on iTunes if you... Uh... <laughs> so uh, it's mentioning finding the centre. The mirror, is that centred on the dressing table? Uh, the mirror is in the middle of his dressing table, yes, and it has it's uh, sort of surrounded by lights in the, the way of the classic stars makeup mirror. Could we inspect the lights? Are they all lit? Ah, one of the lights, the light on the top row in the centre, is currently unlit. Oh. Over to you, Ben. Uh, but all the other lights are on. Can we um, can we get a feel for how many lights there are and, and roughly where they are around the light around the mirror? Sorry. So there's uh, three banks of lights around the mirror just to keep the star's face properly illuminated while he's getting a slap on. On the left side, there are three right, uh, three lights. Uh, there's uh, a top row above that with three lights. And then down the right of the mirror, there are also three lights. So all the lights apart from the top centre are lit. Correct. Okay. Um, so my, my feeling is that, that we want to take a light out of the left or right um, and pl- and swap it with the, with the centre light. However, that still leaves us unbalanced. However, it would let us know whether or not it's the bulb that's gone or whether it's the light fitting that is incorrect. This is true. Uh, Could we we take the bottom right light bulb, please, and swap it with the top centre light bulb? Okay, so you try and twist the bottom right light bulb. It twists about 90 degrees, and all of the lights flicker for a second and then stay as they are. You can't actually 
untwist this uh, this light bulb. Can we push it in? Is it bare net? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so you can push it, but it doesn't uh, it doesn't go in. You know, all you can uh-huh. do is uh, is twist it ninety degrees. Uh, when you twisted it, uh, all the lights flickered on and off briefly. What about the actual light bulb that is out? Okay, if you twist that, so sorry, would you like to twist that? We would love to twist that. Okay, you twist that, and it stays on. All of the lights are currently on. All of them. All of the lights are currently on. Oh. Including the new centre one. Yep, so you twisted the centre light that was off, and all of the lights are currently on. We so fixed it! Okay. But nothing happens. Aside from that, nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. But we can see our faces a lot better, Ben. That is true. And damn, they look good. <laughs> <laughs> can we... Is it the sort of mirror that flips? No, it's... Sort of, it's fixed. Fix the wall. Sorry to ask you to read it again. Could we, uh, could we please reread the highlighted passage in the script? Monsieur Hugo Lumin is uh, obviously having a bit of a diva moment and he's desperately trying to learn this monologue. It is. Alas, alack, betrayed my troth. Atop this throne, my right to rule is challenged. I am left to drift at the bottom of an ocean of despair. I must right the balance of this horror, find my centre, and strike back. I shall find my direction and reinforce my position. This is key. Hmm. Well, I'm none the wiser from reading that a second time. (laughs) I feel more (laughs) confused. (laughs) Left. Ooh, right, so the bottom left... Uh, light. Could we twist that 90 degrees, please? You can. All of the lights uh, flicker on and off and stay on. Okay. Could we reset uh, the bottom right light that we previously twisted? Uh, you twisted the top centre light previously. No, no, but before that we, we tried to, to we remove did. the bottom right. Oh, I see, I see. Um, so you twist it, all the lights flicker and stay on. Okay. Uh, could we also twist the top right? Ah, you twist the top right light, and the light stays off. Interesting. Could we go back to the bottom left, please, and twist that? The light stays off. Alid? What about the top left? We've tried the top right and the top centre. What you, happens if we twist the top left? You twist the top left light, The all the lights flicker, and then stay as they were. The top left light is still illuminated. So we've got hmm. one light off at the moment. So Two lights off, sorry. The bot- bottom left and top right are off currently. Ah. Yeah, that's correct. So um, I, I uh, didn't have a chance to, to write the script down enough. My thinking is, um, for, for, for those listening at home, is that there was something about a top right in the script. So the top right uh, bulb sprang to mind. And then there was uh, something about left at the bottom. So that drew, drew me to the bottom left light. Finding your centre and, and getting balance. Um, the centre light was already off. I don't know whether we want to make that off or whether... Would you like to reread the passage? Yes, please. I must write the balance of this horror, find my centre and strike back. I shall find my direction and reinforce my position. This is key. So could we twist the the right middle or the right centre bulb, please? The third bulb stays off as you twist it. And as you twist it, you find it actually revolves further than the 90 degrees of the other light bulbs. You pull it away to find a long golden carrot on the end. Interesting. Would you like to try the carrot, Alice? Uh, I don't think my teeth could handle it. However, would this by any chance fit into the circular aperture on the Ah. gilded cage? You can certainly try it if you'd like. I would like that. Okay, so you insert the the carrot, the bulb carrot, into the, the gilded rabbit's cage. You twist it, and the cage door at the front pops open. Hey, can we see what's inside the cage, please, Mike? 
Certainly. So inside the cage, you have not lots of little water bottle, uh, some seeds, and a great big pile of uh, is it straw that rabbits have. Uh, yes. Okay. A great big pile of straw. Can we disturb okay. the straw? You disturb the straw, and within it, you find the star's key in Hutch. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> you have solved my puzzle. Yay. Okay. That was fantastic. That was good. I enjoyed that. Okay, so we take the stars key in Hutch, we take the lighting key and the stage key, we slide them into the whimsical padlocks, click them open, and we've escaped. And we've managed to do it in time, so we don't have to go to any independent theatre. Hooray! Hooray! Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website at theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter. If you've enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd really be obliged if you could leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it really helps us reach new audiences. Thanks in advance, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.